Hey there, this is the Hope365 podcast. Each episode is curated to inspire hope in your heart every single day of the year. So, expect a good dose of laughter, faith stories, life-transforming conversations and messages. Uh, with Jesus joy, help me welcome Pastor Busala, aka the identity coach. I believe that we're in a time like never before where the world is defining to us who we are and unconsciously even the body wants us to operate from the place of what we do, you know, to that's what gives us um our boost, but it should really be who we are in Christ Jesus. And I'm so excited about this. You know how we do. With Jesus' joy, can we, as the Fulu says, is already powerful already. Yeah, just it's powerful. See the fire already. All right. Over to you, Mama Ego. We love you. You're welcome. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. It means to love you loads as well. And what a joy to be here this morning. God bless you, everyone. Good morning. Um, we're going to be looking at um, understanding who we are in Christ. What is the importance of understanding who we are in Christ? And I believe that a lot of us um, in this time and age that we live in, like never before, it is very crucial for us, you know, what to understand our identity in Christ and not just only understand what that means, but for us to walk in our identity in Christ. You know, I love to say that it's one thing for you to know that you are a child of God, but it's another thing for you to actually, you know, not just only believe, but for you to be intentional about walking in the identity so that you can truly live victoriously and um, be able to just, um, you know, receive all of the promises and the blessings and the the blessings and the benefits that is inherent in, you know, the promises that God has for us and particularly in who we are in Christ. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to start by saying that the foundation of our success lies in the knowledge of our identity, which therefore means that as a believer, you must understand that everything starts and ends with your identity in Christ. I mean, that's something that I've come to in the last couple of months, actually last year, you know, um, with a whole lot that God has allowed me to do and the platform that God has allowed me to grace and particularly even with um, um, a particular um, with, with what we're doing at ministry, Nobleman Ministry, we have a show currently called Identity Unplugged. And the show is all about inspiring faith, true stories of identity in Christ. And, you know, I haven't interviewed quite a lot of people. I just realized that the truth is, you know, again, like we've come to understand in leadership, that everything rises and falls on leadership. But the truth is in life, when you think about it, everything, everything falls, everything starts and, you know, ends with identity. Everything starts and ends with identity. So if we think about, you know, even your life having come into Christ, even before you came into Christ, it's always been that question of who I am, you know, and is from that premise that we begin to live life and do the things that we feel that we should do, even working in our purpose as well. So I um, just wanted to just put out that out there that everything starts and ends with your identity in Christ, especially as a believer. Everything starts and ends with your identity in Christ. And I believe also that it is important for us to be reminded, you know, of who we are as a child of God for us so that um, that way we're able to affirm who we are even as a child of God as well. Praise God. And the reason for this is because when you understand your identity in Christ, you know that your identity, you know, would define you. Your identity refines you and your identity confines you, which therefore means that your identity influences every aspect of your life in the name of Jesus and ultimately charts the course of your life. So, uh, and, you know, again, I love to also um, to, to say this as well, that when you understand identity, linking back to what I said about refining you, defining you, confining you, then it means that even when it 
it comes to relationship, when it comes to, you know, um, you know, decision, even as relates to, you know, a marital um, partner, relating to your career, relating to everything, every single thing, every decision that you make on a daily basis, everything stems from who you are in Christ, everything stems. So, and I'm emphasizing who you are in Christ, because I believe that everyone on this call has given the heart to the Lord. Everyone on this call is a child of God. Everyone on this call at some point in time, I've made that decision to accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior. And so because we've done that, that automatically, Lord, you know what, has given us the authority, has given us the, um, the privilege to be called the sons and daughters of God. And um, I'm not going to go too much into that scripture. I mean, there's a whole lot of scripture that tells us who we are in Christ. Second um, Corinthians 5.17 says, whoever is in Christ, you know, um, is a new creation. All things have passed away. So today we're basically going to be looking at on the Understanding our identity in Christ, and so we understand that we're in Christ because we've made our we've made that decision to accept Jesus into our life as our Lord and Savior. And so there's a spiritual exchange that has happened. And so now you know that this new identity has been bestowed upon us right now. And I think that's a great place wherever you are to just shout Hallelujah and praise God because this is a this is such an awesome life that we have right now. An identity you know that makes us to be victorious. An identity that makes us you know to to see possibilities. That makes us to realize that we're not limited and nothing can hold us down because if nothing can hold Jesus then it means nothing can hold us down as well in the name of Jesus again I also want to also um state this um statement that the greatest fight the enemy is contending with you and high and in fact the whole humanity is the battle of identity and this is why the devil will use everything in his arsenal to keep people in ignorance of who they are and that even includes us as believers as well and if you think about it I know I'm jumping right now to some of my notes, but um, I believe that the Holy Spirit to say this as well, that if we look at, you know, right from creation, it's always been about identity. The enemy went after, pursued, you know, Eve. Why? Because unfortunately, she didn't really understand that what she was basically looking for, she already had it, have it as well. And that's what I would say at this point in time, that a lot of us sometimes, even as believers, we are looking for something that is not lost. We're looking for the things that is already inherent in us. And so today I'm believing that the Holy Spirit is also, you know, um, brought me on here to just challenge us this morning to stop looking for what we already have everything you know what that everything that would ever need as the bible says for life and godliness is inside of us and guess what because you have christ because you have this identity because you have the supernatural power on the inside of you the death of means that you have everything so quit looking for what is for quick quick you know quit looking for what is not lost quick quit looking because jesus is inside of you and therefore you have everything and you know the truth is um, you know, it's easy, it's easy to say, oh, but I'm a believer. You know, I believe that Jesus died for me. I'm a child of God. But is the reality of your life really, you know what, um, is the reality of a life really what, you know, what it should be in terms of you being a child of God? And this is why it is important for you to press in. It's better for you to press in. You know, as I prayed, you know, this evening, I just really felt that, you know, one of the things that Holy Spirit is going to be doing on this call is to break the spirit of fear. You know, the spirit of fear, that came so strongly to me because the spirit of fear, fear is one of the arsenal, one of the weapon of the enemy that the enemy will use to hold us bound, you know what, in not hold us bound in, in our old life. Actually, I mean, in our old life because 
um, fear is not part of the new life. And that's why Jesus says, um, the Bible says, actually, Paul was saying to Timothy that is not God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind. And so I believe that this morning, the Holy Spirit is breaking, you know, the hold of fear over every one of us today or anyone in, you know, in particular that this has been your outcry to the Lord to say, Lord, fear is not allowing me to step up. Fear is not allowing you to, to lay hold of all that God, you know, has been speaking to you about, you know, the fear, fear, you know, leading to anxiety leading to depression, making you feel that you're not worthy enough, you know, making you to just not step out, you know, bringing about all sort of negative emotions, you know, that God has not put on the inside of you. And that is what I'm saying, that you can be a child of God, but yet, you know, we're still living below capacity. And that is what fear can do. So in the name of Jesus, I just wanted to pray into that right now, that fear is broken right now in your life, in the name of Jesus Christ. But that is one of the, that is one of the, that, that's one of the, that's one of the um, the reasons why it is important for us to understand our identity in Christ. Because when you know who you are in Christ, then you would know that fear is not is not is not permitted in your life because Jesus did not permit fear. So therefore, fear cannot have its place in your life. So identity in Christ is basically understanding that what Jesus is is what you are as well. In the name of Jesus, Amen, Amen. And again, just wanted to also state that the devil's desire is to see us as God's children become captive and victims to our reality to the reality you know what that God has for us and you know it does one of the ways by which it does this as well is to lie to us is to lie to us you know when we're going to challenges and we're going to difficult times that you know what God has forsaken you God has abandoned you and I'm sure a lot of us on this call can actually testify to that I can testify to that, you know, going to seasons in our lives where it seems like, you know, all hell broke loose and it's like, Lord, have you forgotten us? Have you abandoned us? What is happening here? You know, like we're prayed, we've done everything, but it just seemed nothing was happening. But again, when you know who you are in Christ, you're able to go back into your identity manner, which is the Bible, and to find out what the word of God says, because we, the word of God, you know, is uh, the word of God is the word of God fits every situation. The word of God is relevant for every situation, for every challenge, for every circumstance that we're going to. So again, this is why it's very crucial for you to know who you are in Christ, your identity, this new identity that you now have, this new identity that is in Christ that has not become yours. This, 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 this transfer of kingdom that you are not into because Bible says that, you know, while we're in our old life, right, we had no identity, but now that we are in Christ, we now have the identity of Christ. So therefore, what, what that means is that there's be that it will move from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's son. Hallelujah. So we are in a new kingdom. And in this kingdom, that values, their cultures, you know, what there are things that we need to do that would make us, you know, that, that would, that, that would really uh, so, so in this kingdom, like I said, you know, there's culture, right? There's value. So we need to look like what this kingdom, what this kingdom is all about. Praise God. Hallelujah. So again, um, just wanted to, um, again, just also mention that, um, like I said earlier, we all go through different situations. We go to family, you know, um, challenges. We go to work um, difficulties. Um, and again, in the last couple of years, we've seen the global challenge, um, the, well, the global pandemic that has brought everybody down, you know, closed the whole economy and all sorts of things have happened. But the truth is in all of this, one of the things that will continue to help us as believers to continue to be victorious is to know what the word of God is saying part time. 
And I'm so grateful that for a lot of us on this call, I believe that a lot of us on this call have come to that place where we're constantly going back into the word of God, going back into our identity manual to say, Lord, what is happening this time? Lord, how do I stay in position? Lord, what is it that you have me do so that I can walk victoriously, you know, so that I can take advantage, so that I know exactly how you want me to move in this season of my life. Hallelujah. And I'm going to be, um, so we're moving to a very important question which I believe that some of us may have also, um, you know, had opportunity to, to ask as well as the Holy Spirit has, would probably have um, brought this, you know, before quite a lot of us to ask this question. And that is, uh, just before I get to that, let me, let me just read this quickly say, so um, the enemy comes with this question, who you are. So that's the question that I'm getting to, who you are. And so if you don't know who you are, unfortunately, we would not know how to answer that question. All right, this is why it is important for us to be equipped with the understanding of who you are in Christ. Amen. So that we would know exactly how to respond to him. We would know exactly what to say. Praise the Lord. So like God's angel, you know, came to Gideon. The first thing um, in the book of um, um, Judges chapter six, you know, Gideon, again, like many of us, um, you know, uh, Gideon, like a lot of us where we found ourselves in a situation where we're just confused, we're fearful, we're afraid, we don't know what is happening, a whole lot is going on in our lives. And because of that, we've allowed that situation to define us. And that's why for a lot of us today, God is breaking, you know, every wrong definition that you have about yourself. Your definition is what, what God says concerning you. Your source is God. And when God created, as the Bible says in the book of Ephesians 1, 11, that it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. So there's a definition that God gave to you. Now you might have gone through different things in life and based on what you've gone through, you know, you just find that you, you're beginning to define yourself based on what you're going through. But today in the name of Jesus, God is saying to you that, you know what, it's time for you to arise mighty man. It's time for you to arise mighty woman and go in the strength that is yours. There is a purpose for your life. God has a purpose for you. And because your identity is in him, then you know that through Christ, you know what, you are more than victorious. So Christ is saying to us today, like the angel said to Gideon, that you know what, arise, step up, mighty man. That is what God is calling you. Know your situation, know your circumstances, know the things that you're going through, not what you know the, the you know social media is saying, not the opinions of your family members or even in, in your work situation, but what God is saying to you that you are all that Christ is that you are you are the mighty man that you're not forsaken that you're not abandoned you know all of the all of the great things that God has spoken to you in the secret place God is saying to you it's time for you to step out now enough of hiding enough of you know the excuses that you've been giving to yourself God is God is not if you if you are saying to yourself well God understands no not anymore because there was a whole lot to be done there is work to be done it's work to be done it's time for you to rise and to step out so again in the name of Jesus Christ again I believe that that you know that that voice that you've been Hearing, that lie of the enemy that has been, you know, that the enemy is speaking into your ears right now. It is all, you know, inched on fear. And so in the name of Jesus, again, we break the spirit of fear. We break the spirit of anxiety. We break the spirit of loss of courage. We break, you know, every spirit that is going to prevent you from stepping out in boldness in the name of Jesus. And so like Gideon right now, I declare that you step out in the strength that God has given to you to fulfill your purpose in the mighty name of Jesus, to fulfill your purpose in the name of Jesus. So going back again to what I said, you know, one of the deepest and most asked questions 
is who am I? And I'm sure that a lot of us at some point in time in our life, you know, this was a question that we, you know, we all have asked, we've asked ourselves and prevention, some of you have not done that, that this is a good day, you know, to ask who am I? Now, because the reason why it is important to be able to answer that question and to effectively answer that question, you know, it takes me back to this scripture, to this scripture um, in the book of Luke, Jesus himself also asked the disciples, who am I? So that tells us that it is important for you to know who you are because in knowing who you are, then you can come to a place of understanding and in understanding that, you know, understanding how you've been able to define yourself, then you can walk in the reality of that truth. As the Bible says that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Now, um, if, if, you, if, you, if you walk close with me, you would understand that even as I'm asking this question, it links back to understanding your identity in Christ. You cannot understand identity, you know, um, you, you cannot understand your identity crisis if you first don't know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, there's no way you're able to advance the kingdom of God, because that is what God is calling us to, to, to in this time and season to advance his kingdom. And guess what? If you actually do a Google search, an astonishing figure will jump right back at you. And you guys can do that. About 13 billion search results will come out on, on, on Google. If you, if you just type out that question, who am I? Now, if you do an Amazon search, about a thousand books or even more will come up on that subject. Now, that is saying something. That is saying something. And basically what it is saying is that people out there, believers or non-believers, right, 80s or whatever it is they call themselves, are desperate to know who they are, desperate to understand why am I here on earth? Why? Because a lot of people, you know, are a lot of people are, are lost in the identity. A lot of people are living in identity crisis. And we see that you guys see that in our place of work, in our, you know, the political sphere, in every area of life. So many people are working, you know, with no clue of their identity. Right. So again, that search result is telling us that a lot of people are out there confused. There's a lot of confusion out there. There are a lot of people, you know, who just do not know their left from their right. And this also is to tell us that the greatest thing that man is not looking, that man is looking for is not, you know, sex, is not class, is not, you know, um, you know, trying to, you know, culture or whatever it is. What man is looking for is to understand their identity and who they belong to. And which is why as a believer, it is important that you know your identity in Christ, because that is where your true value stems from. And not just only, and, and it doesn't stop there. You need to also work it. It is an, it is an intentional work for you to discover, you know, every day as you look into God's word, what is it that is obtainable for me as a child of God? So just like a newborn baby that is born, as the child begins to grow, the child begins to understand what is it in this family? What is what, you know, what, what are the benefits, you know, for me being a member of this family? So now that the Bible says that we've been translated into the kingdom of God's son, there, there's a whole lot of benefit. So the question is, are we living to the capacity of all that God has for us? And that is the question. And nobody here can tell me, oh, you know what, I've gotten that. No, because like I always say, when it comes to identity in Christ, it is a journey. Nobody just think, nobody, you know, gives a heart to the Lord and just say, oh, you know what, I know everything about my identity. Absolutely not. Is an intentional work. Every single day, we're constantly, constantly discovering, rediscovering, you know, all that is ours in Christ. And that is why, praise God, we're not alone. We've got the Holy Spirit. Amen. We've got the Holy Spirit, you know, to help us. And, and this is why 
Also, when it comes to identity in Christ, it has to do with revelation. You know, a um, few days ago, I was reading Galatians um, chapter one and, and I was sharing with Apostle and I was like, wow, you know, um, looking at um, Paul and looking at the apostles with Paul, it was revelation. He had an, a revelation of Jesus. It wasn't even there, you know, when Jesus was on earth, it wasn't there. The apostles were there. And I remember we got into that conversation. I said, sometimes, you know, proximity might actually not even allow you to truly, uh, you know, embrace or enjoy all of the benefits sometimes of, of the of, of someone, of you being around someone of importance, you know, because when we look at um, the exploits that um, that Apostle Paul, you know, made while he was on earth compared to, you know, to, to the disciples, I mean, the whole of the of, of the New Testament would practically, majority of the books was written by Apostle Paul. And this is why if we go back to, you know, um, the prayer of Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 1, 16 to 17, which is why, I mean, all the way down, actually, you know, um, I would really encourage us even to pray that. And I believe, um, I think it was, you know, Apostle that was sharing that with me as well, I believe it was Kenneth Agin. This is after being in ministry for over like 30 years or, or 30 years plus or, or, or so, you know, when he had the revelation of that scripture, things just broke, you know, in his, in his ministry, in his family, you know, his family that he had been praying for to be saved. He started praying that, you know, that scripture over them. And the, what was Paul was saying, he was praying that the Lord would give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. So that tells you that, you know, you cannot leave your um, work. You cannot leave, you know, seeking your identity to Christ, you know, to just, you know, every day, for example, just you know showing up on the on, on you know on the prayer call or whatever it is an intentional work and that's why i put it here that when it comes to identity in christ it is ad work right you need to put in the work and of course it also comes you know as you as you as you grow in depth as you, as, you, as you get deeper into, you know, understanding who you are in Christ, it takes the revelation, it takes, it takes you crying out to the Lord, you know, to reveal to you all that is in, all that is available in Christ. So, which is why even when we go into the word of God, you know, we're not just, you know, picking up the Bible and just looking through the scripture. We are crying out to the Lord and saying, Holy Spirit, reveal me to me because the Bible is your identity, is the identity manual, like I said, you know. So, like like the manual, right, the manual, um, in the words of um of Miles Monroe, right? Um, the manual basically is the mind of of the of the um, of the manufacturer, right? Is the mind of the manufacturer, and in that manual contains, you know, how you know to how the devices should should work and function, and also in that manual contains our warranty and our guarantee, which means, you know, the Bible, the Word of God, contains the promises. It contains it contains your warranty, contains everything. But the truth is that you're not able to, you know, sometimes we're not able to um, draw out, you know, some of the um, the, the the deep things that is in the in God's word without we seeking the Holy Spirit and crying out to him like Paul, like Paul did in Ephesians chapter one and say, Lord, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. In this time, like never before, it is important for us to be able to get into new depth, for the Lord begin to show us greater mighty things, for the Lord to begin to reveal secret things to us. We need to get into, you know, our identity manner. We need to begin to, you know, just cry out to the Lord and seek his face and say, Lord, reveal to me, you know, and, and, um, I remember my husband, you know, say this quite a lot. They say all of the scriptures that says, if you are, you know, scripture, scriptures that has to do with, um, what, you know, Paul, uh, scriptures that Paul make emphasis on, um, you know, uh, of, of being in Christ. Those are scriptures that we need to take, we need to pay close attention to because Paul in those instances is not able to really just, you know, just 
share in words to people. It has to be the spirit of revelation to be able to catch and to be able to draw, you know, in-depth um, understanding of what, you know, of what is of what is inherent for us as a child of God. And so I just want to, and I, and I believe the Holy Spirit is just making it, you know, to just really emphasize on how we must seek the Lord like never before. The spirit of revelation, the spirit of wisdom and the knowledge of who Christ is. We must cry out to the Lord for that in the name of just So going on, um, you know, so moving on quickly, um, uh, again, just to also mention that to know who you are is to have the right view of yourself and to seek to know your true identity, because it is in your identity that you discover your true worth and value. So the question, who am I, is, the, is, the, is to ask oneself, have I met myself? Have I met myself? Praise God. Like I said earlier, for many of us who have given a heart to the Lord, I want to believe that, you know, you're able to confidently answer that question that, yes, I have met myself. Like the Samaritan woman, she met herself, a true self, when she met Jesus. So we meet our true self when we meet Jesus. So we're able to, you know, to be able to effectively answer that question or confidently answer that, you know, answer that question. Who am I when we meet ourselves and we meet ourselves in Christ? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so when we meet ourselves, we find our true definition. And until you know who you truly are, you cannot meet yourself and you cannot come into a place of dominion and victory. This is a place that God wants us to come into. So when you have an understanding of who you are in Christ, you are able to walk in dominion. You are able to walk in victory. And that is why, you know, I love to say that, see, when you understand who you are in Christ, when the enemy comes and tells you who you're not, you are able to silence him and say, Satan, shut up, because I know who we are. I know who I am in Christ. And that's exactly the template that Jesus gave to us. You know, when the enemy came to meet him in the wilderness, I mean, the Bible tells us that he was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. Now, after 40 days, and he, of course, he was hungry, but the first, the, immediately, that's why I said at the very beginning that, you know what, this, this is the battle right from the beginning, and the enemy will do everything to try and intercept us, understanding and walking in the knowledge of who we're in Christ. So he came to meet Jesus, that paraventure, Jesus, you don't know who you are. The first question, and that's why, you know, when it comes to um life, um when it comes to, you know, Part of the identity battle is always with a question, right? Temptation is about question, conversation that we're having in our mind, questioning who we are, questioning based on, you know, situation and circumstances as a mother, oh, you're not good enough as a father, you know, because of, you know, one or two things that is happening or your children are misbehaving or you've been single for a long time and the enemy begins to play with your mind, begin to play. Guess, guess what? It is playing with your, your, with your identity. Basically, it's trying to talk you out of who you are. And that was exactly what he did with Jesus. He came to meet Jesus and say, if you are the son of God, and that's why the enemy will always come with questions, life questions, that we go to trials and tribulations and challenges that sometimes we don't even have an answer, or we know people that are going through difficult times. The enemy is coming with that question. If you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, turn the stone into bread. And Jesus, like I always say, gave us a template. He knew who he was already. And that is where, you know, if I'm, I think I'm probably going to be rounded up on that because I've got quite a lot there. But I, I believe this is where the Holy Spirit want me to wrap, wrap up at some point today. So when the enemy comes, because he will come, he's coming with that question. 
Bible says that it goes about like a rare lion looking for a woman to devour. So it means that it is, the guy is not jobless. The guy is not jobless. The guy is, he's got a lot of work to do. It is going everywhere, you know, finding out where's my next victim, just in case this person does not know. So which is why you cannot afford to let, let low your guard. We cannot. And I say that to myself, sometimes I'm going to a situation and already I find myself, you know, slipping in into that lie of the enemy. I'm like, okay, hold on, what's happening here? No, 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 Satan, sorry. Because I know who I am. And that is why there has to be that consciousness where you know who you are in Christ. So based on that, I mean, at any point in time where the enemy throws that silly question to you, you're able to answer. And that was what Jesus said to him. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. He knew who he was. Unfortunately, Eve did not have that understanding. And that is what I'm saying. That's it. You might be a Christian. You might be a believer, but you're not walking in the authority of who you are in Christ. She carried the DNA of Jesus. She carried the image of God on the inside of her. But yet, you know what? She still fell to, to, to the lies of the enemy. She fell to the deceit of the enemy. And that tells her that sometimes for us as believers, and that's what the Bible says, <laughs> as a child of God, right? I'm just paraphrasing that now. Stand, lest you fall. So if you think sometimes you're standing, you, you, you better be careful that you're standing because the enemy can hit you at some places without you, you know, places that you least expect. And then before you know, you fall like a pack of cards. But I want to say to anyone on this call that no matter where you are, even though you felt that you might even though you feel that you've fallen, I want to say to you that your your natural state, who you are, is a child of God. That is your identity. And like the prodigal son, you're coming back home. The Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. And I just want to let you know that do not listen, do not pay attention to the lie of the enemy. Let me tell you, you are a child of God. Yes, you messed up even before you came on this call. But guess what? You are a child of God. That is what the enemy wants to take away from you. And you're not going to give him, you know what, the, the, the joy of the day to take that from you. That is your inheritance. That is all that you have. And that is all that he wants to take. Because guess what? If you can take, if you can take that, so it's almost like, I mean, again, yeah, that's your inheritance, right? That is what you have. And he knows that, see, if I can lay hold of this, man, this person is a goner. So you know now, you know that, you know, that's part of understanding your identity in Christ because you know what you have. You know the worth, you know the value of this identity. It's not something, to, you know, what to throw around. This is real value. This is much more than gold. It's much more than money because like I said, when you can, when you have an understanding of who you are, then you have everything because everything that Christ is, is you. Praise the Lord. Everything that Christ is, is you. So I just want you, you know, to just, you know, to just, you know, walk every day in the knowledge of that, of that understanding. As you, as you step out right now to go to work or go to your place of business or whatever it is, or you're staying at home with your kids or whatever the, the business of the day is, I want you to, to walk, you know, confidently, consciously of, I am a, you know, I got a DNA of Christ on the inside of me. So therefore the enemy cannot mess about with you. If he comes and he begins to lie to you, you already know, you can pick it up, you're antenna your spiritual antenna already knows so anything that is opposite of god you already know that that is the enemy that is one of the ways that we walk you know what victorious in identity right when the enemy lies to you and he tells you you know you're this or you're that you know whatever as long as it is a lie that you know automatically this is not from my father because bible says that his native language of the enemy is the lie so every time there's a lie in your spirit anytime you know what you're, 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 the enemy is, is speaking or you, you your mind is telling you things that does not correlate, you know, does not correspond correspond to what the word of God says. You throw it out. So already you know, like Satan, 
bring another one like seriously okay bring another one that is how we must begin to work that is how we work you know consciously in who we are in christ and you know a lot of times when i get to um you know in, in church in, in time of ministry when i get um you know, to share with people, the first thing I want to, you know, when, you know, people come and say, oh, can you pray for me? I, I say to them, you know, let, let, let's, let's have an, under, let, I just want to quickly help you understand what this is, it, what this is in terms of your, of your identity in Christ. You need to know, because when you know, when you know who you are in Christ, the devil will be scared of you because he knows, you know, don't go me that one. And, and we see like a scenario, right, in the scripture um, with, with the sons of, uh, with sons of Scaver, right? You know, I mean, they felt, oh, okay, you know, I mean, Paul, Paul has done it, you know, he said in the name of Jesus, and then they went there and then they wanted to do the same. But they didn't have an understanding. They didn't know. They, they were not recognized. And that was why they were messed up the way they were messed up. So I just want to, you know, wrap up by just saying it is, you know, when it comes to identifying Christ, please, 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 do, you know, do everything to protect it. Do everything to stay in the world. Do everything, you know, to lay hold of all that the word of God says. Understanding your identity in Christ, you know, is, it takes a lot of hard work. It is hard work. It is intentional. You cannot just leave it just, you know, platform or the other or to Sunday teaching or to Wednesday teaching or only to the time when we come together together. It is something that you have to, you know, you have to um, lay hold of through prayer, you know, through seeking, you know, looking into the word of God to a time of intimacy, you know, with the word of God. And I just want to leave the scripture um, again, just reminding us of who we are in Christ. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love the scripture. It says first John 311. Uh, sorry, first John chapter 3, verse 1 from the Amplified Translation. Say it says, see what an incredible quality of love the Father has shown to us that we will be permitted to be named and called and counted the children of God. And so we are. So your identity in Christ simply means to be named. To be, to be named, to be called, and to be counted as a child of God because you are born by, cross, born by Christ. And the Bible says that whoever is born of God overcomes the world. That is your identity. That is the great power that is on the inside of you. And so, like I said, this is a treasure. You don't want to, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to just, you know, give it, you know, on the platter of gold to the enemy, cherish, cherish it like never before. We're not going to be like Esau, who, you know, because he was hungry and because of situations he was going to just like that, just gave, you know, is very, you know, gave the, the, the blessing, generational blessing, just gave it. In, in our identity crisis lies the blessing, even for our children yet unborn as well, you know, so, I mean, I could go on and on about this tomorrow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So I just want you to, as you go about today, you know, walk confidently in who you are in Christ. That is all that God has given to you to live victoriously here on earth. We are Christ ambassadors. You know, um, we, 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 the colony we represent, um, we have um, the colony of Christ here. And so, which means that everywhere we go, you know, we're constantly reflecting, you know, Christ. We're taking, we're taking charge in the name of Jesus. And I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, you will continue to soar like the eagle in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. Wow. So good. Pastor before we go this morning, we're going to pray. And it's interesting that you use that scripture. As you're speaking, one of the things the Lord dropped in my heart was Esau, that a lot of us have traded 
So um, I woke up this morning. I just opened my Bible while I was trying to read something. And I, I opened Ephesians 1. And it was a while ago, I, I underlined everything about identity in Ephesians 1. I want to encourage everybody to do that. Yes. You have Ephesians 1, just go there. And I counted, I think I have about, the last I count, about uh, over 16 Loads. things. Loads, Pastor About your identity, you know, Ephesians 1. I mean, this is so powerful. When you spoke about fear. So um, I'm going to allow people, um, I would tell us to pray the scripture. We'll mute and Pastor Busala will end for pray over us this morning. Let me tell you two things that's going to happen as we pray. One, the Lord is breaking off fear. She came with such a powerful word about fear. And I felt in my spirit like God is breaking off fear because fear is not in the new identity we have. It's still in the old. Pastor Busala said some of us are still carrying on the old into the new. And that's fear. And the other thing, you know, when she was speaking, and she said that, I just laughed because that was the analogy God gave me. I said, God is saying, and for those of you that were when friends pray or watch when friends pray in November, when Miss Amiba was she had a dream and it felt that somebody exchanged a baby. And she started screaming, who took my baby? And she woke up and prayed it. I'm going to give us about two minutes. We're going to cry a twofold prayer. Father, using Ephesians 1, it says that, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light unto express the full revelation of the hope of his calling. Praying that the Lord to all I um, um, to flood our eyes with light. The Lord, I want to understand who you are so I can understand who I am. I want to understand who you are. And then the second four, you're going to cry. And I feel that's really the bane of prayer. Father, I take it back. What I saw is some people demanding what the devil has stolen. Like Esau, you've traded. Maybe a sin, maybe lies, maybe circumstances, and you've chosen to believe that you are you are broke because you are going through a broke season. Yes. You are sick because your body is in is going through something. You are um, single, like you're divorced, whatever. So I want you to unmute your mic wherever you are. If you are not, if where you are is not noisy, and you're going to cry out this morning. I say, Father, I take it back. Guys, this is not a joke. I take it back in the name of Jesus. Can you open your mouth and begin to pray? If what mm-hmm. you are not ready, I want you to ask about in jesus name of prayer as the basala can unmute but i just heard the lord say you are not your past see there is nothing you can do you you can it be like there's nothing there's no amount of sad look that can pay for what the blood alone can pay for. 
There's nothing you can do. You can't spill your blood. So you, there's no level of sadness. Some of us, and it's a self of self righteous. Don't you think you can pay for yourself? She has to just let it go. Pastor Priscilla, over to you. She bless us this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. Um, Pastor Amy. So, you know, just as you told us to pray, you know, again, um, what you what you what you've just told us to is very, very crucial when it comes to walking, you know, what victoriously now identity in Christ, which is the power of our words. And tomorrow by God's go, we're gonna be going into that. And also um, I'll be sharing some practical um tips and practical things that we can do, you know, to continue to walk victoriously in identity in Christ. So our mouth is very crucial, you know, it's also a very crucial, crucial tool, you know, when it comes to walking our identity in Christ. So again, just as Pastor Me says, let us in that prayer, you know, your own time as well as you know, you're going going about you know your business today if there's anything that comes back to mind because again sometimes sometimes not even sometimes a lot of times you know some of the things that we've carried even now that we're in Christ are things that we've carried from our childhood things that you know words has been spoken over our lives when we're growing up and in you know it could even be among friends or even loved ones and so in the name of Jehovah, one of the ways that you're going to break loose that over your life is the words of your mouth the word the truth of God's word the truth of God's word so you know where you've got negative words that have been spoken go back into the word of God and begin to find out the truth concerning you and again truth basically means original information god is your source he is the one that has the original information concerning you so you so part of understanding your identity in christ is making sure that you are living your life based on the original information that god has about you you're not permitted to you know what to accept any information that is contrary to the word of god says concerning you and that is contained in your identity manner so i just wanted to state that and for anyone you know right now if you're operating in wrong thinking thinking you know, I'm um, not allowing yourself to be tuned to the spirit of the of the vo- to the voice of the Holy Spirit, and you're allowing fear, you know, what to stop you from stepping up. Allowing yourself to be defined by others. If you see yourself, you know what, um, um, com- you know, um, seeing yourself easily finding yourself um comparing yourself with others or obsessive comparison which is again there's something called obsessive comparison syndrome that tells you that you're not working your identity in christ um unbelief self-doubt of um suicidal thoughts unforgiveness condemnation guilt of past mistakes you know remember past mistake like pastor Missy said negative talk be you know be careful if, if, if you if you find yourself because i've trust me i've been around a lot of christians who are christians but they still operate, they still say things that is negative, that allow negative words to come out of their mouth. And sometimes it's based on situation. And even sometimes, you know, I've, I've seen parents, particularly mothers that have allowed, you know, themselves to say negative words because of their children's behavior. It is very important, very, very important for us to walk victoriously in our identity in Christ. We must watch what we say. Again, I just want to emphasize this. It is one thing for you to know that you're a child of God, but it's another thing for you to walk victoriously in that understanding of your identity in Christ. And this is where it's spent from all the things that we've shared today. So I'm just going to pray right now that in the name of Jesus, Father, Lord, we just want to thank you, Lord. We thank you for this time, for this opportunity that you've given us this morning to come together, Lord God, even Lord God, to, to be in your presence, Father, Lord. Again, this is part of what identity means because your word says that we should come boldly to the throne of grace, uh, that we may obtain mercy and find help in times of need. Again, Lord God, your word says to us, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, Lord, because we understand who we are. We know that regardless of how many times we fall, your word says we get back up again, a righteous man, not an unrighteous man. So which means, Lord, yes, we might make a mistake, 
mistakes. We can do things sometimes that, you know, we, we, we feel that we've, we've disappointed you and we've messed up, but your love calls us back. Your love draws us back. And that's why he said, what love, what lavish love, what incredible love that God has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God. So Lord, we are reminded this morning that Lord, even when we fall, you know, we fall astray, we go astray, you know, you will come looking for us. I mean, you have, you, you, we have that in the word that you will go after that one ship. And so I thank you, Lord, that even if there's any, um, any family member who is a lost sheep, Lord God, Lord, we are calling them back home right now in the name of your love is restoring them back, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I'm praying, Lord God, for everyone, my brothers and my sisters on this call, that Lord, we walk, Lord God, we walk in the reality of who we are in Christ. We're not going to easily give up. In fact, we're not giving up, not even just easily give up. We're not giving up at all. This inheritance, this precious, precious inheritance that we have in Christ. I mean, you gave your all. You gave your son, Jesus. You let him come for us. So, Father, we're not going to give up, you know, easily like Eve did, you know, and give our inheritance and give our identity to the enemy. He has lost and we're grateful that we have your word to help us know how to constantly on a daily basis you know what, to defeat him. And we thank you, oh Lord, for your Holy Spirit that you've given to us that allows us to walk boldly in confidence every day, to, you know, even in the decisions that we make, we thank you because you're there. And I thank you for my brothers and sisters as they go out today. I declare unprecedented blessings, Lord, will be the testimony today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, even relating to the identity in you, like never before, give people new insight, Lord God, Lord, new revelation of who they are, the, the depths, Lord God, that they've not even come in into you before now, Lord God. Let them begin to come into it. And like Paul prayed, Lord God, in Ephesians chapter 1 from 16, Lord God, we are praying that, Father, you give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation that they can know all that is available to them, even in Christ, including myself, Lord God. I pray the same for me and my family as well and for Pastor Emis and all of the leadership and everyone on this call, Lord, this morning. We give you praise and we thank you that tomorrow we're coming back with testimonies in the name of Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. And we thank you for this awesome time in your presence in jesus mighty name we pray amen thank you for listening to this podcast for more information on our other ministry expressions discipleship programs and resources visit hope365network.org